Hey everybody, it's Father Edward Looney, the host of How They Love Mary. And before we begin our show today, I want to share with you about an exciting opportunity for you to join the How They Love Mary community. If you listen to a lot of podcasts like I do, you'll know that a growing trend behind podcasts right now is the bonus content offered through Patreon. This podcast has been paid for and sponsored by me exclusively over the past year and a half. And now I'm inviting you as listeners to join the How They Love Mary Patreon community at the $3 tier or at the $5 tier. I'm not trying to get rich off this podcast. I'm just trying to recover my monthly expenses. But if we do get a lot of support, that's going to allow this podcast to branch out even further, to hire a graphic designer, to have somebody on retainer for that. It's going to allow us to do more advertising, more marketing, to spread the word about the podcast. So I hope that you'll join the How They Love Mary Patreon. You can learn more about it at patreon.com slash howtheylovemary. And for the link, check the show notes. Hello, my name is Father Edward Looney, and you're listening to the podcast, How They Love Mary, a podcast that I hope will either be the beginning or the deepening of your Marian devotion. And today we're speaking with Oscar Delgado. He is a partner in OCE Films and is currently the associate producer of the new film, Two Crowns. He has been involved in the media industry for 35 years. He is a graduate of Marquette University, class of 1983, and began his career with NBC News, working his way up from Mexico City Bureau Chief to Latin American Bureau Chief and Senior War Producer Correspondent for the network. Oscar covered the Bosnian War, El Salvador Civil War, and Gulf War, among many other conflicts. He went on to produce the film The Learning Curve, released by MGM in 2001. So I'm very happy to talk to you about this movie, Two Crowns, because it's about a man who loved the Blessed Mother so much, St. Maximilian Colby. So welcome to How They Love Mary, Oscar Delgado. Thank you, Father. Thank you for having me. Very excited about this film also. Very excited. Yeah, so the movie is called Two Crowns. It's about St. Maximilian Colby. We'll get into that just a little bit, but when we think of movies and films going to the movie theater, we think of, well, the movie gets released on a Friday, it has the weekend, then we look at the box office numbers. But this is a very unique movie. It's actually part of something called a Fathom event, and doing radio and being in media, I know what Fathom events are, but I bet lots of people don't know what Fathom events are. And so could you just share what a Fathom event is? Yeah, so um, we wanted to make space, and uh, Fathom has done a wonderful job, like the event-only programming. So that's one of the things that um, some of the theaters that have gotten involved in, especially before COVID, and it's been very, very successful. So you get word of mouth. It doesn't cost as much to try to do a whole weekend release and box office, and so it's really made for a niche market for those that want to search out uh, films that, have a spiritual dimension and uh this one definitely does so on october 26th um this film will be released one day only uh phantom events and uh across movie theaters across the united states so you just go to www.phantomevents.com two crowns and you'll you'll see that and that's on october 26th so that's um that's basically the release uh, that movie and kind of the uh, understanding or the way things are, are done for these type of events. 
uh, event organizations or event events. October 26th, I believe, is a Monday, isn't it? Correct. Yes, it's a Monday. So, so if you're looking for something to do on a Monday, want to take in a spiritual film, then find the nearest movie theater that's running this Fathom event. Now, of course, this movie is going to probably be released on DVD. It'll be available on download or whatever. Do you know a projection of when that might be available if people can't make it on the 26th? I, I believe it'll be later this year sometime. We haven't made final determination, but later this year we will have that uh, available on, uh, for streaming or DVD. Now, this film, Two Crowns, from my watching of it, I've gathered that it was filmed in Polish. So were you the producer of the Polish film? Or did you? Uh, the the English the English version, yeah. This the, the English version. We helped. I helped with the uh, translations and made sure that everything uh, you know made sense in terms of uh, another audience, an English speaking audience. So when people watch this film, what should they expect? Should they expect it dubbed? I saw a dubbed version, and I didn't think yeah, that it was too distracting. But I know that. No, uh, I think. I was going to say that we 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 worked really hard to make sure that it was. Um, you know, people could watch it, and you know, sometimes the dubs don't really work. But I think in this case, it really does. It really does showcase, and uh, we really took a lot of time to make sure that people would not find it distracting, as you said, Father. And I know that my contact at Carmel Communication said it's possible maybe the movie in the theaters won't be dubbed; it might just be subtitled, so you'll hear it in Polish. Possibly, is that a possibility? That's a possibility, but I think that it's going to be. Uh, I think at this point, we're going to. Uh, do it dubbed wise because um, it might be easier for people to kind of follow along in the subtitles. That's for sure. Either I way, either, either yeah, either way, people will. I think that people will enjoy the film because as as we get into it, you'll see very interesting things that uh, um, people did not know about uh, Saint Maximin and Kobe. Yeah, we were talking before we started recording, and I shared that my review of the film for publication is going to be 10 different things that I learned about St. Maximilian Kolbe. So short of reading a biography, this was a very comprehensive life account of him. St. Maximilian Kolbe is a priest, was a priest. He died in Auschwitz in a Nazi concentration camp. But because he gave his life, he volunteered to go to the starvation bunkers so that a father could save his life and possibly one day be reunited with his family. And that's the story we know about St. Maximilian Kolbe, but there's so much more to his life. This film really brings it out. And it's a docudrama. So uh, I kind of actually enjoyed that, where you would have some scenes where it would be the dramatized version of Kolbe's life. And then you would go to an expert who would say a few different things and then kind of the portrayal of what you just heard. Yeah, I think that one of the things that uh, I really enjoyed about the film, as you said, Father, 10 things I didn't know about uh, St. Maximilian Kobe, but I think one of the things that, for those that are looking at uh, seeing this film, I think one of the things that I think stood out is his trust in the providence of God. I mean, I mean, he really, I mean, to me, one of the scenes without giving away all the film, but when he didn't have enough money to do the uh, newsletter, you know, he prayed and he went to the statue and there was an envelope with the exact amount of money that he needed to, to do the first printing, you know? So I, I think that um, it's if, if you really try to pray and uh, work hard in discerning the will of God and it's all aligned, God will God will take care of you. Our Lady will take care of you. You just got to be, um, just be open and really try to discern that. And I guess that's the, that to me is what's uh, very inspiring about his life. 
This podcast is called How They Love Mary, and I love talking to people about the Blessed Mother. And I'm assuming that as you worked on this film, you have some sort of interest in the Blessed Virgin Mary, possibly. Uh, is there any? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How has she played a absolutely. role in your own life? Well, I mean, one of the things is, uh, you know, I have this ring. I mean, people were changed, but when I consecrated myself to the Blessed Mother, the 33 days, St. Louis de Montfort, I have a ring that has. Um, as a, the slavery ring, right? So I it has, and I have it uh, in, engraved totus tuus on it, and I wear it on my left hand. And as a reminder, other people wear chains, but I wear this ring, and um, she's guided my life. Um, you know, being a war producer and being able to uh, navigate that whole craziness, um, I give it to the blessed mother. I was able to uh, survive it and, and be able to do the things that I can do now. Um, only through uh, entrusting myself to her. And, uh, you know, it's very interesting. One of the things that I was reminded of when I uh, I was in the square of St. John with John Paul II, when he entrusted the third millennium to Our Lady. And uh, I thought that they brought the Fatima statue over, and I do that prayer all the time. And it was, in fact, October 8th was the 20th anniversary of him entrusting the third millennium to Our Lady. And so I always go back and do that prayer because I always think it's so important that we remember that um, she's our North Star. She guides us uh, in, in a lot of ways, and we just go to our mother and help us to be able to uh, untie the knots that come into our lives. And then I really do believe that with all my heart. And you worked in Mexico um, for, for media relations and in a bureau there. Did you make pilgrimages to Our Lady Guadalupe while you were there? Yeah, all the time. I was there all the time, Father. I went all the time, and especially when I was going to be shipped out, they they would call and say, uh, you know, Oscar, we want you to go to Bosnia, or we want you to go to uh, Colombia. It always make it a point to do a, a pilgrimage. And go, well, you know, I lived in Mexico City, so I would just yeah, have the driver take me. You know, we had a driver then. So the NBC said, they go over there and uh, do my prayers, and then come back and say, okay, let's go. So... Yeah, I really do credit her with uh, keeping me safe in all these different places that uh, I had to produce and report on, and I'm um, very thankful. Our Lady, if you entrust yourself to her, she will entrust herself to you, you know what I mean? So she'll watch over you. So it's very, very important that um, as uh, your lovely podcast uh, highlights, I mean, trusting in, in, our, in our Blessed Mother, loving our Blessed Mother, will get you through a lot of the problems, especially... With what's going on today. Guadalupe is a Marian apparition. Mary appeared to Juan Diego. And one of the things I learned from the movie Two Crowns was that that St. Maximilian Colby had a devotion to Our Lady of Lourdes, to that Marian apparition of 1858, and how Our Lady uh, uncovered or brought uh, Bernadette to discover that miraculous healing water and Maximilian Kolbe himself experienced the healing. He built a grotto to Our Lady of Lourdes when he was in Japan. So just so much uh, devotion of St. Maximilian Kolbe to the Blessed Mother, things that I discovered from watching this movie. Now, talking about St. Maximilian Kolbe and doing the work that you did with the film as one of the, the producers, what do you think is the most interesting or the most significant thing someone should take away from the life of Maximilian Kolbe? I think that the, it's the providence of God. I really do believe that. I mean, you know, remember in those times, Father, that uh, 
you know, to travel to Japan, it took them, as you saw in the film, two months to get there, right? And so I think that when you have an inspiration and you're like, well, how is this going to work? But if you really trust in your life, um, you trust the providence of God and you, and you entrust yourself to the Blessed Mother, you will have, I mean, it's not going to be easy, but you know in the end that you'll be led um, and you'll be uh, joyful. And I believe that uh, with all the things that he had to go through, I mean, he had tuberculosis, he had uh, one lung, he basically, but look what he's able to accomplish because he really trusted, you know, that God would lead him. And I think that's the one thing that, um, that if, you, if you really trust and you really follow the will of God and discern that, um, you could see incredible things that would be done. God will be able to do through you as an instrument. Definitely. Now, St. Maximilian Kolbe was a Catholic priest. In fact, when he stood up to the SS officer, that's what he says. He says, I'm a Catholic priest. I think we need the story of Maximilian Kolbe, much like we needed the story of Father Patrick Payton that came out uh, in movie theaters in the movie Pray, that the stories of these saintly priests, these heroic priests, really can inspire us. Because I think so often we see some priests out there that maybe aren't living their vocation, or these priests out there that you know have have done awful things. And I think this movie is one that can really renew people's hope in the priesthood by seeing how this priest, St. Maximilian Kolbe, as you said, trusted in God, providence at work, and to see how he responded to God's call in his life. I think you're absolutely right. I think we do need uh, priests as role models now. And fortunately, some have not been able to uh, do that role for whatever reason. But this is the time for people and priests to stand up and lead us, lead the, lead the, lead the sheep and be able to be on fire with the faith. I mean, it's the darkness that's all around and we need the light. And, and you know, for me, I was raised with my, uh, a lot of things with my grandmother and she taught me to really love and respect the priest. And I've never lost that respect um, and that love. And it's just, I've been very fortunate to find priests that have that fire. And that's what we really need, Father, as you pointed out. We need the priest to step up as St. Maximilian Kobe did and and really live out the vocation and inspire others. I mean, he had, at one time, the biggest monastery in the world. He had 700 um, uh, men there uh, working together in evangel for evangelization, you know? And so it's really critical that we, we think about um, moving forward and, uh, and, uh, and building up our priests and pray for our priests who um, really need our prayers. Just want to recommend to you the next time you're in the Chicagoland area, there is a national shrine to Maximilian Colby. It's in Libertyville, Illinois. And uh, I interviewed the rector of the shrine, Father Benedict, on this podcast about a few months ago now. But it's a, a great place. They have a museum there. They ha promote devotion to St. Maximilian Colby. And so maybe you'll find yourself there. Um, at that shrine to to thank God for the role that you're able to play. It seems that God picked the right person. You're a very devout man, and you're the right one to tell the story of St. Maximilian Kolbe to help with that, especially for the English-speaking audiences. Thank you, Father. I very much appreciate uh, that, that plug. And again, October 26th, um, check your local listings or phantom events and to see where, uh, where it's playing near you. It, it is national. 
Yeah, you know, the movie is called Two Crowns, and I should have asked this earlier uh, as we were talking, but can you tell us the story? Why is it called The Two Crowns? I know the answer, but the, the listeners right, are Well, The Two Crowns, know. right, yeah. So when he was younger, he was a child, uh, the Blessed Mother appeared to him, and she said to pick, you know, one of these two crowns, and uh, one is for purity and one is for martyrdom. And uh, being a kid, he took both of them, so... He got both, purity and uh, martyrdom. So uh, that's why it's called Two Crowns. And it tells the story of St. Maximilian Colby. Check it out. Go to Fathom Events. Look at your local listings. I know it's COVID-19. Maybe people won't feel comfortable going to the theaters. I hope they do. But if they can't, then I encourage you to look for it when it comes out, available on DVD in a few months or available for download online in a few months, and just learn this story. We never can tire learning the stories of the saints. So thanks so much, Oscar, for being with me today to talk about this film and to really spread devotion to Our Lady through St. Maximilian Kolbe. St. Maximilian Kolbe used the media. He he created a magazine, and so now we are using media to tell his story to the next generation of believers. So thanks so much for your good work in, in promoting this film and spreading that story. Well, thank you, Father. And if I can have your blessing, I'd be much appreciated. Sure. So let us pray. Almighty God, we ask you to send forth your blessings, especially through the powerful intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mediatrix of all grace, the Immaculata. May you know of her prayers this day. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, thanks so much, Oscar. Right. Thank you, Father. God bless. Thank God bless you. you.